Welcome to the Self-Publishing Queen podcast. My name is Josiane Fortin and I'm a self-published author. I'm obsessed with helping and motivating writers to publish their books and share their gift with the world. My goal with this podcast is to inspire you to take action and be the writer you want to be. Let's go! Hi, writers! Today, I'm so happy to have Katie Knoll with me. She is a mathematician who helps people design their waffles, and she will explain in details what, what that means. And she has self-published two books, and she's working on some more. So please, Katie, tell us a little bit more about you. Well, first of all, Josiane, thank you so much for inviting me. I so appreciate this. My pleasure. <laughs> All my life, I have been a voracious reader. I've loved reading myself. I loved reading to my kids. I was so excited when the youngest child turned five years old and I could get back into adult books. Yes. <laughs> and now, you know, I'm loving reading to our four adorable granddaughters. A fifth one's coming next week. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, and every book that I have read has taught me something uh it's something that i can i can i can use in my life and i i personally prefer paper books over kindle however i've been reading a lot of kindle books recently yeah <laughs> i can't get to the library yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we i've published two books uh the first book is called uh create your fate life on your terms a guide to surviving the circus and I wrote that book, Josiane, uh, in response to, I'm a professional speaker with National Speakers Association, and everyone said, you've got to have a book. And I was like, I don't want to write a book. <laughs> so what I did do is I took my talk, my keynote talk, and I um, basically just spoke it in because there's so many really cool right uh, uh devices that you can speak and it will do yeah. uh, voice so to, text. to text uh yeah application and you did that because you your tool is your voice exactly exactly really comfortable like creating your your writing with that yeah yeah terrible Speech phrase to text. Yeah. yeah but what i call it is verbal vomit okay <laughs> And basically, I just get everything out. And then I look at everything for a while and I try and decide, well, what should go where and how should this all be placed? And then, Josiane, I am smart enough to realize that I have to have editors. <laughs> so I hired, um, for the last book, I hired three different editors and okay. each one of them gave different input. Yeah. So that, that was really, that was really helpful. Um, yeah. And I mentioned the waffles. So yes, let me get yes, back I to want that. to get back to the waffles and see what, what it means. Okay. So I, I, you heard that I'm a mathematician. Yes. And, uh, yes. And as a mathematician, I love getting people excited about math. Turns out not everybody is excited about math. Right. <laughs> and what I found is that a surprising number of people have something called math anxiety. Okay. And so I wanted to find a way to help them overcome their math anxiety. I looked and looked and looked, did research here, research there. And you know what I found out, Josiana? What? What? Nothing. There's nothing for math anxiety. Nothing that makes sense. They say, oh, you need to study harder or, oh, you need to, you need to get with a different teacher or, oh, you need to do study groups. 
They're not great solutions, right? Exactly. And for some of my students that I had at the time, I will, all I have to do is say the word math and all of the blood would flow out, you know, or they burst into tears or they'd have enough sweat on their palms <laughs> that they could water the plants in my office. And I thought, what is going on? What is wrong? And so I thought, I, I really need to do something for these students. So I looked and looked and looked. And I actually found an amazing technique called emotional freedom technique or EFT okay. or tapping. And so I started using this with some of my students and oh, it worked. So now I have another business um, where I work with people to help them dissolve their waffles. A waffle, yeah. <laughs> the waffles are worry, anxiety, fear, frustration, lethargy, exhaustion and stress and Whoa. so using this technique eliminates all of these just things. in relation to math or in relation to anything in your life anything anything i now have clients all over the world that i work with to help them relieve it and here's the cool thing is that this process has been shown um talk about books um dr peter stapleton who's a, um, she's the number one psychologist in the continent of Australia, has done research on this and has found that this is more effective than what they call cognitive behavior therapy, which is um, talk therapy, you know, going in and yeah. talking through your issues. And also another therapeutic approach called EMDR, which is eye movement desensitization and I forgot what the R stands for or something. <laughs> um, but the cool thing about tapping is I'm a mathematician and I can teach people how to do this for themselves. But what is it? What is tapping? I've never heard about it. Oh, okay. I love talking <laughs> about tapping. So tapping is what they call a somatic method. Somatic means you use your body of okay. releasing uh, energy. So the concept is that, um, you know, if you have an event, for instance, a quarantine. <laughs> yes. Okay, so a quarantine is neither good nor bad, it just is, it's an event, yeah. right? But how we respond to it and the emotion that we give it gives, gives, gives it a value. So some people are like, quarantine, woohoo, I'm off, I don't have to do anything, you know, and, and they're excited. And some people are like, quarantine, I just got furloughed and, so they may trigger different emotions. Other yes. people are like, quarantine, I'm working from home. Wow, I'm so much more efficient, I can get more done. So we all have different emotions, right? Yeah. So if you think about the word emotion, there, there's a core in there of the word motion. And the whole idea is that when we feel an emotion, it's supposed to move us into action, but it's also supposed to move through us. And sometimes those emotions get stuck. And when they get stuck in us, that's when we have, like I work with clients who have a, a loss of focus. I work with writers who yes. have writer's block. <laughs> and they can use tapping to help themselves. Yes, yes. Um, so I'm gonna show you what it's like. And if you want to, we can do an example right here. Would you like to sure. do it? Sure. Okay, so um, basically what we do is we start and we actually are gonna physically tap on parts of our body and we're gonna start on the side of the hand and you can use either hand and okay. then there'll be a spot on the top of our head 
and then on the edge of our eyebrow, and then okay. on yeah. the side of our eye, and then under eye, that's where I store all my bags, and <laughs> under the nose, and then under the lips, and then we're gonna do on the collarbone, and then about four inches under the arm. Okay. So the way this works, Josiane, is that we uh, identify an emotion that is a negative emotion. And that's the part that's crazy, right? Because we're told all our lives, you gotta be positive and the power of positive thinking, right? Yeah. And I've been that way all my life. And so when I discovered this, I was like, oh, I don't think I'm supposed to say those negative emotions out loud. <laughs> but it turns okay, so out that was the first block that you had to... Yeah, exactly, exactly. In fact, one, one of my next books is called uh, Positive Thinking Doesn't Work. Okay. Yeah, because it didn't for me, but this does. So I'll use you as an example. Yeah. If you don't mind. Yes. So tell, tell me an emotion that you feel. Oh, easy. <laughs> what stress. Is stress. Stress. Okay. Yes. So uh, what is causing, what is the one thing that's causing you the most stress? Um, well, I can tell you what my thought is, is there are so many things that I like to do and there's just too little time to get everything done. So I'm always was, running after time. Hmm. When was the last time you noticed that, Josiana? Oh, today. <laughs> today. Today. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, um, and from the top of your head to the bottom of your toes, where do you feel the stress in your body? In the back. In your back. Okay. So um, the trick, I'm going to ask you two more questions. The trick is it has to be your words. So if I say something and you go, no, I wouldn't have said it that way, or that's not true for me. Will you rephrase it for me? Sure. Okay. And the second question is, we have to have another true statement. So is this a true statement? Right here, right now, I feel safe. Yeah. Okay, good. Then we'll get started. So on the side of the hand, you're yeah. going to tap and say, even though. Even though. Today. Today. I feel so much stress. I feel so much stress. There's so much to do. There's so much to do. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. And I feel that stress in my back. And I feel that stress in my back. Right here, right now. Right here, right now. I feel safe. I feel safe. Even though. Even though. Today. Today. I feel that stress. I feel that stress. There's just not enough time. There's not enough time. To do all the things I want to do. To do all the things I want to do. And I can feel that stress in my back. And I can feel that stress in my back. Right here, right now. Right here, right now. I feel safe. I feel safe. Even though. So how many times do we have to repeat this? This is the last time. Okay. Three times. Okay. Thank you for asking. That's a good question. Even though. Even though. I, today, today, I feel that stress. I feel that stress. There's so many things I want to do. There are so many things I want to do. And I just, I can't do them all. And I can't do them all. I want to do them all. <laughs> I want to do them all, but I don't know how I'm going to do them all. I don't know how I'm going to do them all. Right here, right now. Right here, right now. I feel safe. I feel safe. And then on the top of your head. Okay. I have the stress in my back. I have the stress in my back. And then on the edge of the eyebrow, right above your nose, I have the stress in my back. I have the stress in my back. 
and then on the edge of your eyebrow, between your eye and your hairline, I have the stress in my back. I have the stress in my back. And then under your eye, the stress in my back. The stress in my back. And then under the nose, there's not enough time. There's not enough time. And then under the lips, the stress in my back. The stress in my back. And then either both hands on your collarbone or you can use one hand and separate it and say the stress in my back. There's stress in my back. And then four inches below your arm, the stress in my back. The stress in my back. And then blow all your air out and take a breath. And so you recommend doing this like how often? I do it all day long. Okay. <laughs> so every time you feel a negative emotion, that's what you do yeah. to so, kind of process. So touching your different part of the body is just processing the emotion and getting it out? Actually, it's a, there's a little more than that. Um, and kind of like I don't exactly understand how the internet works, but I use it. It's kind of along those lines. But I have to ask you, Josiana, how do you feel now? Do you feel, what differences do you feel? How does your back feel? It feels like it reduced the, like the tension maybe by half of it. So I feel like it's, like the tension is still there, but it's been reduced like definitely. That's good, right? That's yeah, powerful. it's very so good. Is, That's is very good. good. The topic that you have in your first book, is that what you talk about? No, <laughs> none of my books so far are about okay. it. But I've got, um, but my, one of my next books is, I'm actually um, co-authoring with another uh, person. She was a client of mine who was um, a friend first. And she came to me and said, oh, I want to work with you on helping me focus. And I said, oh yeah, sure. Okay, we can do that. And I have an intake form that I give to everyone because I have to know what my limits are, right? I'm, yeah. I'm a mathematician. I, I'm not a therapist. Yeah. And so she sent me her intake form and there was one red flag after another red flag after another red flag. And Josiana, I was like, oh, I cannot work with you. <laughs> okay, what, what are the red flags? She was depressed, clinically depressed. Okay. She was seeing a therapist weekly. She was on not one, but two antidepressants. And I was like, I am not a therapist. I can't yes. work with you. And she said, oh no, Katie, you're a friend of mine. I just need to work on, on uh, how to get focused. And I said, no, no, I, I know where this goes. <laughs> yeah. And so she kept persisting and persisting and persisting. And I'm wise enough to know that I hire lots of coaches. And my tapping coach, who's my mentor, who has many more years of experience than I do. I only have 10 years experience and she's got about 30. And I went to her and I said, I don't know what to do. I, 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 you know, I can't work with her. And she's like, you're right. You can't work with her. You're not a therapist. I said, but she's insistent. I, I don't know what to do. And she said, well, just, just wait to see. She said, have her talk to her therapist. Okay. So I said, oh, that's, that's a good idea. So I said, okay, my friend, you go talk to your therapist and find out what your therapist has to say. So she came back and she was a friend I trusted. So I trusted what she said, right? I didn't double check, which in retrospect I should have, but I did trust her. And she said, no, I talked to my therapist and my therapist approved. I said, okay. So I went back to my mentor and said, her therapist approves. I'm going to take it really slow and really easy. And we're going to just take, you know, 
very yeah, slowly. Because it was adding on to whatever she was doing. It's not replacing what she was doing. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So we only had one, one hour session once a month for six months. Okay. So very, very slowly. And we were talking just as friends at six months. And she said something about, yes, I was just talking the other day to my friend. Well, she used to be my therapist, but now she's my friend. And I said, whoa, stop. What do you mean she used to be your therapist? <laughs> Does that mean you're not seeing your therapist anymore? And I just got panic stricken, Josanna, because I was like, oh, we need the therapist in here. I... <laughs> And she said, oh, no, I told you. I said, no, you didn't tell me. And in six months, she was no longer on her antidepressant. She okay. was no longer suicidal. She was no longer depressed. And her therapist had said, you know, you seem like you're okay. You no longer have to see me. I was astounded because it wasn't, that's not my frame, right? My, my... <laughs> My frame that I work in is people with general, you know, anxiety, general stress, and um, and particularly math anxiety. Um, yeah, and, yeah. But I ended up working with a lot of different people from a lot of different places, and I, especially, you know, I I, I don't want to work with with people who are seeing therapists. But in this one case, it was so astounding, and she was very open, and she was she was. Uh, even though we only tapped together for one hour once a month, she was tapping on her own. Okay, so throughout. she did the work. Right, right. So she did the work, and um, just like you mentioned, your your uh, your sensation in your back. Yes. If you keep tapping, it will dissipate. Okay, and so yeah. a writer could use that to uh, when they feel like anxiety about writing or yes. like just negative yeah. emotions about their writing. Right. So a frequent one I have is even though I have this writer's block and I don't know why, uh, okay. right here, right now, I feel safe. And so you can keep on going through that. And I don't know why I have this writer's block. I don't know why I have this, writer's block, but it makes me feel frustrated because I want to get this done. And so um, the part that's the trickiest is that to say the negative aloud. And a lot of us are afraid to say the negative. Yeah, out loud. we're used to hiding the negative, right? We want to right. show our best selves all the time. Yes, <laughs> I know. But hiding it doesn't mean it disappears, right? Mm -hmm. it, it is still there. And, right. and we, when we sit at the computer and are frozen, or if we're on our, our paper and paper, and, and we just keep writing, today is Friday, today is Friday, today is Friday, because that's the only thing we can get out of. Yeah. It, yeah, so it's actually very, very helpful for writers and uh, for, for getting things out. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you decided to write your first book because like people were telling you to write one because you're a speaker. Exactly, exactly. Were, All like, but what were they trying to, to establish yourself as an authority? Like, Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So like a lot, and, and for me, writing that first book that create your fate, living life on your terms and how to survive the circus, it's actually, it was a calling card in many ways because it was a short little ebook and I have it available online on my website so people can go see it and then kind of get an idea of the topics that I speak on and how they're, they're relatable. 
Okay, so that was the first one. So and you sell it on your website. That's what you decide. I don't even sell it. I give it away. Okay. So it's a freebie that people can go in and get. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll leave all the details in the notes for Great. the podcast so people Great. can check Thank it out. Great. Thank you. Thank you. And how long did it take you to write the first book? You just spoke it out and then you rewrote it once it was on paper, well, on the computer. And then did you hire people to read it? You said three editors, but was that for the first book or the second book? Now, the three editors were for the second book. For the first book, what I did, uh, and other people told me to do this, is I read a lot of books that were very similar to my book. Yeah. Which intuitively you think, oh, I don't want to be influenced, right? Yes. But as I read other books that were similar to my topic, I realized what they covered and what they didn't cover. Yeah. So that gave me my target of what I wanted to do. And I also was able to see different styles, you yes. know, how, how people would write. And I found one style that I loved. So I contacted the author and said, I love the style of your book. I would like to use a similar style for a different topic. I just want to get your permission. Well, I think he was a little nervous. <laughs> yes. But when I, I further explained what I was going to do and I, and I gave him the finished copy, he did give his blessings um, okay. on it. Yeah. Because yeah. it was just like the way it was like progressing through the book, like the way the information was presented. Exactly, Josanna. It was, it was the style and the way the book, the book was laid out. Yeah. And uh, it was just, to me, it was very clean and it was simple and it was easy to use. Um, so yeah, I, I did that. And one of, uh, on one of my lists that I have, <laughs> One of my lists I have is to go back to, um, I have a series of books based on that one freebie book. Um, so that, that's for another day and another time, so you, right? You do have a lot of other ideas that you want to write about. Yes, and I do. I really like how you said like people are scared of reading other books because they feel they might get influenced. But I like to say I get inspired. Yes. Of saying I, get I love that. I love that. So I get my inspiration from reading like a whole bunch of different books and the books, the kind of books that I want to write to. Yeah. And would you have advice for people who are looking to write and they're just like, it's just too big or it's just, it's going to take too long or they start a project and they stop. Like what advice would you give? The first, the first advice I would give uh, a prospective uh, author is, um, It, just what we talked about, dig in and read as many books as possible about your subject matter. Yeah. Um, the second one is know that no other author can write what you can write. Right. No one else has your background. No one else has your knowledge. No one else has your perspective. No one else has your voice. And we need to hear you. So that's the second thing I would say. Um, the third thing I would say is get some accountability. Um, even in that first book, but it was a short little book. I mean, I only write short books because I don't have a long attention span. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, there are a lot of customers that do prefer shorter books. Yeah. Yeah. But I, when I did my first one, what I did was, uh, get an accountability partner. Um, I knew I kind of wanted to have some layout. I'm not good with art. So I contacted my graphic designer and I said, I've got a book coming out and I'm going to have the first copy to you in three weeks. And she said, okay. So in my mind, I had a deadline yeah. and I had somebody waiting for it. And so that she became my 
unintentional accountability yes, partner. She didn't know about it, but she was. Yes. Yeah. And so having that accountability partner really on those days I didn't want to write, I was like, oh, she's waiting for stuff. So it kind of got me going. That's a good one. Yeah. The last thing that I would say to an aspiring writer is start today. Start writing. Even if you don't know the title, if you don't know the outline, if you don't know the plot, if you don't know the ending, just start. Um, and just write anything. Just, <laughs> just do the verbal vomit. Yeah. It all comes together. <laughs> and there's like lots of really great, fabulous editors um, that will help you put it together in a way that, uh, if you see my first draft of any of this stuff, oi. <laughs> Yeah, that's what people, like, sometimes they don't understand that first drafts, like, are just not as good as the final product. It's not like you sit down and you write a perfect book on the first time. Doesn't happen. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. So you need to make peace with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can tap on that, actually. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so you would say, what is it? It's okay to write a shitty oh, first draft? Yeah, or even though my first draft is going to be junk. Uh, <laughs> right here right now I, I feel right. safe okay and you and you do it you go ahead just, and do yeah it. just get it out just get it out I probably got seven books started uh, either I've got the title I've got the outline I've got the uh, ending so I've got different pieces in different places yeah yeah cool yeah and what advice would you give to someone who wants to self-publish was it your first choice or was it like I'm sorry you broke up there Okay, sorry. What advice would you oh. give to someone who wants to self-publish? Um, so I go for it. Um, I know a lot of us are thinking we're going to get a big book deal out of it. Yeah. Um, but I, I've been reading different things and I know of people who have self-published and it, it, it did well. And then the publishers would come to them. And there's lots of other companies that will help you out with uh, the layout with the um, with the marketing so so and and they're not the big publishing companies and they will help you and they're depending on what they are they're very very modest cost um, and even if you do it completely on your own uh, you know getting out there I think for me Josanne the hardest thing about self-publishing yeah with trying to decide whether I wanted to get my own ISBN number or if I wanted to have the company assign me one as an international <laughs> standard book number. That's, how, yes. that's the code. Why, why were you stuck there? Well, so many people had said, had, you know, when I did my research, they're like, find out who owns the ISBN number. I'm like, own it? I don't get that. <laughs> um, so I, I really struggled with what should I do? But what I found out, especially with the company that I went with, um, is that um, I can start with their ISBN numbers and I don't have to worry about it and there's no cost to me because I was very interested in doing something that wasn't going to cost me a lot of money. And um, all I have to do is change a chapter or so and I, I can, it, it would be a new edition and then okay. I can own my ISBN number. Okay, um, so if in the future you change your mind, there's a way out. Yes, yes. So that's what reassured you that it was not like a life-changing decision. Right. right. Change your mind later. But it was one that I really struggled with until I found <laughs> out that I was like, oh, okay, there's a loophole, you know? Yeah, great. That, yeah. That's cool because 
there, that's something that I had questions about too when I first self-published. So yeah. it's good to hear that other people have the same, the same issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how do you promote your books? So um, the way I promote my book, Josanna, is very poorly. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, um, my books right now at this point are more calling cards for me in just showing my expertise. My, my second book, which is called, um, just got it this month. I'm so excited. That's it's exciting, called, right? Yeah. It's always exciting. It's called Shower Blessings and it's finding time for meditation time in our busy lives. And, um, and I have, uh, I was a, the, the self publisher I went with, I could order as many, I could order as few as one book or as many okay. as I wanted. Okay. And so I just ordered some and uh, basically I mailed them out. It almost cost me more in postage than it did to print the thing. <laughs> and so um, people can buy it through your website. They can buy it through my website. They can buy it through, I've got a link that I will share with you that they can get yes. uh, there. It's a fun way to start meditation because a lot of people say, just like you said, there's so many things to do and not enough yes. time. Yeah. When can I squeeze in meditation? And, yes. and, and where do I start? I don't even, I don't even know how to start meditation. So this it is like quick, me. It sounds like it was written for me. <laughs> well, I, you know what? You give me your address and I will send you one. Oh, um, that would be so awesome. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's a way to uh, start the meditation. And th there are so many people that are like, okay, you need to sit and sit in quiet for 30 minutes and just have no thoughts. Well, first of all, most of us don't have 30 minutes of quiet as the first thing. And the idea of sitting for 30 minutes, uh, when there's all this stuff around us that we have to do, there's laundry and cleaning and work and all kids and all this stuff. And, and then how do you not have any thoughts for 30 minutes? That doesn't sound impossible. Yeah. Yeah. So my book is just a real quick way to, okay. Um, here are the thoughts that you can think on. And so I give you suggestions and there's little stories in there. Okay, so you so, concentrate on one of the thoughts that you give us in the book. Right, right. And then just like putting our mind on that is helping us quiet down and yeah. just keep focused. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm, I'm terrible at promoting the book and I'm terrible at promoting myself as a writer. Um, yeah, that was my second question. Like after, like, how do you promote yourself as a writer? But you're a speaker. So during your, right. when you give out like your speech, right. you do you sell your books afterwards? Or? Yes, yes. In the back of the room, uh, they yep. call it back of the room sells. So I, I will sell them there. Um, and um, I also, uh, because I do have other sources of income, it's not as critical for me to be able to, to, um, to sell, sell them. You know, now on my LinkedIn and on my other, on all my social media and other things, I do list author. Um, yeah, but. That, so, that's not as big a, a draw as speaker. So. so you prefer to put yourself out as a speaker first and author yes. is kind of a second. Yeah, I, uh, because I was blessed to be able to give a TEDx talk um, on tapping and, and tapping yes. and using it uh, for students, math students, that's usually what draws most people's attention. I would like to link to that too and put it in the Sure, the absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So uh, you're... Like your main source of income is speaking, or are you a teacher too? 
I actually am a full-time employee right now at a college. Uh, so I'm an administrator and I also am an adjunct college math professor. So um, from time to time, when, um, when the stars line up, I get the chance to <laughs> teach math. And I love that, Josanne, because, <clears throat> excuse me, because what, when I do that, um, I teach my math students tapping. Uh, because Are they most, open to that? Um, <laughs> well, you know, that's a great question. Um, the one, I, this is what I will say. The ones who are open to it and who actually tap along with me in class are the ones who pass the math class. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. So and then the others kind of watch. how effective it can be. Mm -hmm. Very effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I wanted to know, like, what other writing projects, you said you had like seven other books lined up, like, which one would be the next one for you? Like, which one do you want to put out first? So the one that's half written is uh, From Depressed to Success. And it's a co-author. Very catchy. Thank you. Uh, and it's a co-authored um, uh, book with the client that I'd mentioned. So um, the first chapter is me talking about what I do. And then the second chapter is her and talking about what she does. The third chapter is me talking about the two of us meeting and our impressions of each other. The fourth chapter is her talking on her side. And so we go throughout the whole book this way. And what we're going to be doing is telling the story of this journey of somebody who is suicidal, who is on two medications, who was seeing weekly therapists, who was clinically depressed, and how she moved from that into where she is right now. Right now, she's at the point, she is so focused now on her work that she is now bringing in uh, five figures a month uh, and, uh, and has no time to talk to me because she's so focused. <laughs> But it was in one of our conversations. And you know what? It's kind of interesting, Josiana. These books that, um, that are coming up are, are based a lot on communication with others. Um, what's interesting is I have, there's me, and you know, it's just really easy to kind of shrink into ourselves, right? But it's in communicating that people say, oh, I didn't know that. In fact, shower blessings was I was having lunch with a friend and she was talking about how she didn't have time to meditate. And I started laughing and I said, well, I do all my meditation in the shower. And she's like, what? What are you talking about? And so we started talking and in the talking about it, she said, you need to write a book about that. And I was like, I do? Uh, didn't even think so about you get it. your ideas from other people telling you like, that's so interesting. Like I would love to get a book on that. Exactly, exactly. Um, and that first one was, you know, all the speakers saying you need to write a book. And I was like, I don't know what to write a book about. And one of the speakers said, you know, use the voice to text uh, modality. And I was like, huh, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> but so talking to other people, and, and none of these other people are authors, but it's just in talking to one another that we got started. So we're right now in, we're finishing up our verbal vomit stage. <laughs> okay. So you're and, still using that for the third book, the speech to text. Um, that one I actually wrote out just because it was uh, very easy. It was just, it, uh, I knew it, exactly it what I wanted. Like. Yeah. It just, the flow came. Yeah. And, um, and I only had to write a half a book. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> I have friends who do chapters, you know, they do just one chapter of a book. And there are people who do that too. And you can list yourself as an author. And so for people who are a little hesitant, there are lots of people who are putting together, you know, a common topic, and you can write your own chapter. And, and those kind of groups will actually edit for you as well. Okay, do you have like some directions you can get? Like yes, yes, like, I where can, can I they can find them? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I can okay, connect so we'll share that in the notes. I can do that. Awesome. Um, one of my other books is called Conducting Business. Okay. And it comes from an experience um, um, working for a supervisor who used to be a band conductor. Okay. And the, his approach to business and, and organizations are so different than anything I've ever experienced before that I was like, wow, I never thought of a team being like an orchestra. And um, so that was great to be able to do that. And of course, we've got a, a waffle book coming out. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you'll have to let me know when all those books come out. Okay, I, I will keep you posted on all of them. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, okay, so if people want to know more, where can they connect with you? Do you have a Facebook? To, where do they find you? Um, so I have an email. My email is pretty easy. If you email me at hello at drnall.com, so it's H E L L O at D R N A L L.com. Um, you can call me. I'm here in Florida. I know you guys are in Canada, but uh, I'm in Florida and I'll give you my phone number is 772. 4800541 I am on Facebook as the letter K, the letter T, Nall, N A L L. I'm on LinkedIn as Katie Nall, PhD. That's K A T I E N A L L, PhD. I'm on Instagram as Katie Nall, PhD. I'm on Twitter at Kinetic Katie. <laughs> K-I-N-E-T-I-C-K-T, and that was done a few years ago. I have a YouTube channel that's Dr. Nall YouTube channel. Um, Facebook, if you just do at sign fear no math, I have a lot of information there about tapping. And I'll be glad to send you my links to my TEDx talk. If you want to get to yes. my TEDx talk, it's straightforward. Just go to YouTube and do a search for either Katie Nall or math anxiety and it should pop up. That was the title of their TED talk. Math, well, yeah, math, overcoming math anxiety. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. yeah. Thank but you. I'll, so I'll send much. you all of that so you have. Yes, that we'll add notes. it in the notes. Okay. Great. Thank, Thank you, you so much. It was so much fun talking to you. Oh, I just love talking to you and doing <laughs> <laughs> and doing our tapping. Do do a couple more today, and just all you have to do is say "pain in my back, pain in my back, pain in my back," and just kind of watch it melt away yeah for soft. sure for sure i'm trying it i'm going to implement that because i'm so sick of that stress ah, good, good i don't good, good. need it <laughs> yeah. thank you so much thank you i so appreciate what you're doing for all the writers out there that you're amazing i i want like to really let people know that self-publishing is an option and like so many people when i first published a book they're like well, like, how did you do that? How they have so many questions and I want to share more information about that. That's great. I have other authors who are going to be interested in following you. I'm going to connect you. 
Oh, cool. So for now, um, the podcast is not like officially uh, launched. So I'll let you know and I'll pick a date like, and I'll let you know when, like what date I'm, I'm publishing your story. And send me your address. I'm going to send you a book. I, are you really? Like, I mean, yeah. I, I need to pay it. I, I want to pay it. Oh, okay. Well, I tell you what, how about if you have me as a guest on your podcast? <laughs> That's my honor. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you have like an electronic version, an ebook version? I do. You, would you like the electronic version? Yeah, send me the electronic okay. version. I'll send you that. You don't have to like, that okay. doesn't cost any, it costs your time, but I mean, it doesn't cost like the actual book. I oh, it, it would be my pleasure to do that for you. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by leaving me a review. If you are ready to publish your book, let me take your hand in my course, How to Self-Publish on Amazon. I will show you every step you need to take to successfully go through the publishing process on the platform. Keep on writing!